Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Genesis 17. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, as we read this chapter, we pray that we would rely on you, that we would do things because you said to do them, and that we would count on you to handle the things that we know we cannot do. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Genesis 17 When Abram was ninety-nine years old, Yahweh appeared to Abram, and he said to him, I am El Shaddai, walk before me and be blameless, so that I may make my covenant between me and you, and may multiply you exceedingly. Then Abram fell upon his face, and God spoke with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant shall be with you, and you shall be the father of a multitude of nations. Your name shall no longer be called Abram, but your name shall be Abraham, for I will make you the father of a multitude of nations, and I will make you exceedingly fruitful. I will make you a nation, and kings shall go out from you, and I will establish my covenant between me and you, and between your offspring after you throughout their generations, as an everlasting covenant to be as God for you and to your offspring after you. And I will give to you and to your offspring after you the land in which you are living as an alien, all the land of Canaan as an everlasting property, and I will be to them as God. And God said to Abraham, Now as for you, you must keep my covenant, you and your offspring after you, throughout your generations. This is my covenant which you shall keep between me and you, and also with your offspring after you. Every male among you shall be circumcised, and you shall circumcise the flesh of your foreskin, and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and you. And at eight days of age you shall yourselves circumcise every male belonging to your generations, and the servant born in your house, and the one bought from any foreigner who is not from your offspring. You must certainly circumcise the servant born in your house and the one bought with your money, and my covenant shall be with your flesh as an everlasting covenant. And as for any uncircumcised male who has not circumcised the flesh of his foreskin, that person shall be cut off from his people. He has broken my covenant. And God said to Abraham, As for Sarai, your wife, you shall not call her name Sarai, for Sarah shall be her name, and I will bless her. Moreover, I will give to you from her a son, and I will bless her, and she shall give rise to nations. Kings of people shall come from her. And Abraham fell upon his face and laughed, and he said in his heart, Can a child be born to a man a hundred years old? Or can Sarah bear a child at ninety? And Abraham said to God, Oh, that Ishmael might live before you. And God said, No, but Sarah your wife shall bear a son for you, and you shall call his name Isaac. And I will establish my covenant with him as an everlasting covenant to his offspring after him. And as for Ishmael, I have heard you. Behold, I will bless him and I will make him fruitful, and I will multiply him exceedingly. He shall father twelve princes, and I will make him a great nation. 
but my covenant I will establish with Isaac, whom Sarah shall bear to you at this appointed time next year. When he finished speaking with him, God went up from Abraham. And Abraham took Ishmael his son, and all who were born of his house, and all those acquired by his money, every male among the men of Abraham's house, and he circumcised the flesh of their foreskin on the same day that God spoke with him. Abraham was ninety-nine years old when he circumcised the flesh of his foreskin, and Ishmael his son was thirteen years old when he circumcised the flesh of his foreskin. Abraham and his son Ishmael were circumcised on the same day, and all the men of his house, those born in the house, and those acquired by money from a foreigner, were circumcised with him. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. Thirteen years have passed between the previous chapter when Ishmael was born to this point. Abram is now ninety-nine years old. In the grand scheme of things, thirteen years is short, but from Abram's perspective, he was watching his son grow up. So now, God appears to Abram again. He calls himself by this name, El Shaddai, which means something like God Almighty. God speaks five times to Abraham in this chapter. In the first speech, he explains that Abram will have a part in keeping the covenant. Part of that is to be blameless. In the second speech, he renames Abram to Abraham. Abram means exalted father, while Abraham means father of a multitude. He says kings will come from Abraham. In the third speech, God gives Abraham a sign of the covenant. But this time, it is Abraham who has to maintain that sign. The sign of this covenant is male circumcision. Any male who isn't circumcised will be out of the covenant. The previous time we had a sign of the covenant, it was the bow in the clouds. That is the sign God won't flood the whole earth again. And God maintains the sign of the covenant. But this covenant has some responsibilities for Abraham, and the humans are responsible for the sign of the covenant. In the fourth speech, God renames Sarai to Sarah. The meaning of Sarai isn't certain, but may mean she strives. Sarah means princess, which is connected to the promise of kings coming from her. So God is saying that Sarah will have the promised son, which is a surprise to Abraham, and he laughed. Abraham mentions Sarah's age of 90. Sarah is the only woman in the Bible that God gives a new name to, and Sarah is the only woman in the Bible whose age is given. So Abraham is still thinking that Ishmael is the promised son, but God explains in the fifth speech that Isaac will be born to Sarah, and he is the promised son. Isaac means laughter. But God also does promise to bless Ishmael as well, and he will father twelve princes. Twelve is the number of God's people, so there is something special there as well. But God says that the covenant will be inherited by Isaac rather than Ishmael. So, Abraham obeys God's command to be circumcised, and he circumcised all of the males in his house that same day. And now for a deeper dive. God makes circumcision a major item here in this chapter. We have this specific age of Abraham, Ishmael, and Sarah all given in this chapter. Out of the five speeches of God, it is the middle speech where God gives circumcision. Also, the number five is interesting as that often is connected with covenants. It is in the second speech that God renames Abraham, and in the fourth speech, God renames Sarah. 
So this appears to be a chiasm. And in a chiasm, the focus is usually on the thing in the middle, which is the subject of the third speech. So circumcision seems to be the biggest deal here. Although, there is also the point where God tells Abraham that the promised son will come from Sarah herself. So there are some major promises here. The Jews considered circumcision very important after this, especially in Jesus' day and in the days of the apostles. In fact, sometimes they use the word circumcision to refer to the idea of God's people. In Titus 1 verse 10, Paul uses the phrase, those of the circumcision. But unfortunately, the Jews placed the wrong emphasis on circumcision. Rather than the sign of the covenant, they thought it was the covenant. They thought that by being circumcised, their ticket was punched. They were God's special people. But they forgot the part at the beginning of this chapter where God says, I am El Shaddai. Walk before me and be blameless. They thought they were blameless, but they were really walking in pride. Later on, Moses will command them in Deuteronomy 10 verse 16, So you shall circumcise the foreskin of your heart, and do not be stubborn. Their attitude and actions were more important than that they were circumcised physically. So, what is it that we rely on? Do we rely on something physical, our baptism, or some experience as punching our ticket to heaven? Or are we relying on God Almighty and walking before Him? Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible, copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexum is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.